Over the course of nearly two years, the state's automated unemployment reporting system accused as many as 62,000 people of filing fraudulent claims for benefits. It was not simply looking for current scammers. The software was put in place in part to go back through years of claims. State Department of Talent and Economic Development spokesman Dave Murray says the software program proved unreliable. The original intent back in 2013 was to have the computer system make the determination that there was fraud there. And as the people in the unemployment insurance agency learned later, it's important to have trained staff people work on those things so they can see some of the things that perhaps the computer is not going to see. But the state still allowed the computer to continue accusing claimants of fraud for nearly two years. University of Michigan Law School professor Steve Gray says state officials didn't even acknowledge there was a problem until the college's unemployment insurance clinic asked the Department of Justice to investigate. We had heard from an agency employee early in 2014 that that they thought this was happening and that the people in charge knew that it was happening. Gray says the system gave claimants just 10 days to respond to accusations of fraud. The computer started pouring through past applications, and anytime they found two answers in the database that didn't match, they flagged it as potential claimant fraud, and they would send out uh, a questionnaire in the mail to a claimant, and if the claimant didn't respond within 10 days, the computer would automatically adjudicated as fraud. Gray says because the computer analyzed data as far back as six years, some people had moved and never received a notice. He says the agency made only feeble attempts to reach people it was accusing of fraud. They would send out the notices to the last known address and they would come back undeliverable or whatever. They wouldn't do anything about it. And then when they wanted to collect it after they've established that there's been fraud and it's been 30 days and they haven't appealed it, they can start collecting. They were able to find people because they would go to either the DMV or they would go to state, tax, treasury. They would go to their current employer wage reporting database and they'd be able to find people that way. So they could find people to garnish their wages. They could find people to garnish their taxes, but they couldn't find them to notify them that they had a right to appeal. Gray says the Department of Justice reviewed 25,000 cases and determined that over 90% of the claims targeted as fraudulent were actually legitimate. That includes the case of George Patterson. He's a millwright. He says he used unemployment insurance in the past when a specific job ended and was laid off until the next contract was in place. Patterson says the accusation that he cheated the unemployment system came as a shock. I went through the motions of filing for unemployment, and then several weeks later, I received a letter saying that I was fraudulent in my claim. I was collecting while I was working, and I was devastated, and I mean... It was tragic. You believe you did the right thing, and now you're being accused of fraud. The state told Patterson he had to pay back $18,000 in benefits and fines. That may seem like a huge amount, but analysts say Michigan has the stiffest penalties for unemployment insurance fraud. Those found guilty of fraud here have to pay back the benefits they received, plus a fine worth four times the amount of those benefits. Law school professor Steve Gray says that kind of money could have given the state a financial incentive to aggressively pursue fraud cases. When you see that 400% penalty, you start to wonder. We've had clients that come in over $100,000 in fraud penalties because they were going back up to six years. Back in 2008, 2009, 2010, people were on 99 weeks of benefits. 
But state spokesman Dave Murray counters that the insurance fraud software was not designed to generate revenue. No, no, no. That, that, that's definitely not the case. Now, now, fraud is a problem, and we need to be vigilant about catching fraud because that affects everyone. There are no ulterior motives. But that doesn't ease the mind of past recipients like George Patterson. He says being falsely accused of fraud turned his life inside out. I'm going, oh, my God, did I make a mistake? You know, and I'm racking my brain, looking over everything crossing my T's and dotting my I's, and I'm going, I didn't do this. And I go like, oh, my God, where am I going to get this money? And I'm laid off. Patterson says he called the unemployment insurance office and asked to use the advocate program provided by the agency. And I called there and they said because of the severity of my case and I was accused of fraud, they couldn't help me, so I had to hire one. So then I had to come up with $1,500 out of my pocket and savings that I was saving to pay my taxes for the year. Patterson fought the fraud charge and a judge ruled in his favor. He says the time and expense of proving his innocence consumed his life. And then just when he thought it was finally over. They told me that I would receive paperwork in the mail within a couple months from the judge's ruling and from unemployment, and I received something like six, eight months later, and they're hitting me up again for the next quarter. Owed them $6,000. Last month, lawmakers finally took steps to correct some of the problems. State spokesman Dave Murray says that includes requiring humans to review suspected cases of fraud before the agency makes a final determination. He says so far the state has refunded $5 million to people who were falsely accused of fraud. But Murray says the agency is having trouble tracking down some of the recipients. People don't have up-to-date contact information in their system on, on their statewide account. And efforts to reach them, to return money to them, uh, have not worked. But advocates for those who fell victim to the inaccurate system are crying foul. They say if the state could find people, even those who had changed addresses, to garnish wages, it should be able to find those it owes money to. While the agency searches for those people, a federal court has ruled that the state must stop garnishing wages until each case is reviewed. A state appeals court is weighing a lawsuit alleging that the agency denied due process for people accused of fraud. Those filing that suit are asking the court for class action status for the roughly 60,000 people falsely accused of unemployment fraud. I'm Amy Miller, WDET News.